0: The Packers are back home this weekend against the Seattle Seahawks, a familiar foe. Kyle, hit it. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Marquez Valdez Scantling Show brought to you by Artec Ventures. And of course, the goal at Artec Ventures is to collaborate closely with founders throughout all the investment and fundraising stages, turning their visions into successful companies. Since 2020, Artec Ventures has helped turn great ideas into profitable businesses that make an impact on industries, communities, and beyond. For more information, visit rtechventures.com. And I got to tell you, I miss Jimmy Christensen having to read some of those ads because he always stumbles over a word or two, but that's enough about jimmy i'm your host for tonight's show with marquez valdez scantling i'm jacob westendorf above me is todd varney and to my left of course number 83 in your program but number one as far as i am concerned back off of injured reserve and back onto the field marquez valdez scantling marquez you feeling all right
1: yeah i'm good how are you guys
0: doing well appreciated seeing you back out on the field it was nice to see number 83 running through the secondary instead of uh standing on the sidelines, chomping at the bit to get a chance. How did it feel to just be back on the field and doing what you do?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously it was a tough loss. You know, definitely still a loss to that football team. You know, credit to their defense, um, you know, playing well. Um, but, you know, it's good to be back out there. It's been a couple of weeks since I've been out there, so. Um, first and foremost, as always, I got to know about the dogs. They doing well? Yeah, they're good. Aces right here and Spade is right next to them. I don't know if you can Other see them. That.
2: Two dogs on the screen. That's what we're here for. That's all the that, that's the show. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, we'll catch you next week. Oh, I think that's what? the
0: first time we've had both of them on at the same time, right?
1: Yeah, they've they come by and say hello. Here's the there little we one. Go. Here's Spade. Oh, what up, Spade? All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right Got to get down. It's time for your brother. Come here, Ace. and here's ace and- there you go ladies and gentlemen the stars of No,
0: this- oh, we got them both at the same time look at this this all is right. the wholesome content we are here
2: for okay all right perfect Boys, that's all we had to do is to- get rid of jimmy and we get both dogs and mvs this is great that's, yeah this is a much better show
0: it's better than anything uh that we have done so there you go guys there's ace and Spade. we ask every week but i don't know if we've ever actually had them on the show so now we've gotten them at the same time uh that was good to see Marquez, the first question, it's, let's just kind of get it out of the way. Uh, We'll throw it up here. Go ahead. Uh, Kyle, you've got the question in here in the chat. It's Odell Beckham, he cleared uh, waivers and is now reportedly prioritizing the Packers as a destination. Uh, Is that something that you would welcome? What do you think of him as a player? Those kinds of things.
1: Uh, I mean, that's above my pay grade. You know, I kind of just, whoever's on my team is on my team. You know, obviously he's a heck of a talent. You know, he's done a lot of great things in the in the league um, you know so if they bring them on they bring them on if they don't they don't you know but whoever we're rolling with is who we're rolling with to go win the Super Bowl
2: yeah I think that's uh, obviously a great outlook to have with it um, definitely above your pay grade um, with with guys coming in and out throughout the season I mean does it does it change the chemistry I know that's kind of the one big thing with a guy like Odell uh, that they talk about is, you know, he's got a bigger personality, obviously, and chemistry coming in. But there's been other players shuffle in and out of the locker room throughout the season. How does that play uh, with those guys coming in? Do they just kind of find their role right away, or?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, we got a really great team, and we got a lot of great leaders in every single room that we, you know, have. Um, so the standard doesn't change no matter who's in there, you know. So, you know, if he comes into our room, you know, he's going to be held to the same standard as you know Devontae Adams is you know, it's the same standard as, you know, the last kind of depth chart is, you know, so it's, that's kind of how we operate. Um, and we don't really, you know, settle for, for less, no matter who you are coming in, you know, the standard is the standard and that's kind of how we move. So
0: we've awesome. got that out of the way, everybody. Thanks for chiming in and asking on that. <laughs> uh, let's get to the important stuff. And the one question I had, we, one of our first shows, we went over um, your tattoos and everything like that. And Todd's got a question about this, but I remember, in 2011, uh, the story was famous in Dallas that uh, Jason Terry got a tattoo before the season of the Larry O'Brien Trophy, uh, the NBA Finals Trophy. Mm-hmm. And it turned out to be a really cool anecdote because the Mavericks won the championship that season. Is that something that is a little too bold or is that something you would consider doing in the future?
1: Uh, I mean, I'm never going to tap the Lombardi Trophy on me. <laughs> so, you know, I'm <laughs> <laughs> all my tattoos mean something to me. Obviously, winning the Super Bowl would mean, you know, the world. Um, But that's not something that, you know, I need to kind of do by myself. You know, that's a a team thing, you know. So it wouldn't be something I'm just like, oh, yeah, I did it by myself. Let me go tattoo this on my body. You know, it took, you know, all, you know, 80 guys, you know, to to get there, you know, all this coaching staff, you know, the training staff, the Equipment guys, the uh, people who prepare our food—you know—that's how you win a Super Bowl. So, so
0: if I talk all of those people into getting one, would you as well? Uh,
1: no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I tried. All right, you just saved uh, producer Kyle a lot of work on that end of things. I, what did we decide? I think the first show we asked, "How many do you have? How many tattoos do you have?"
1: Um, I mean, I can't really answer that question. I got my entire arm, my entire leg, and my entire back. Um, just one arm, one leg and a whole back. So I guess you could say three,
0: (laughs) three. Okay. How many hours then let's go that route then. How many hours do you think you've spent in the chair between those three spots?
1: Um, let's see. Eight, um, probably, probably like around 20, 20 or so
0: long time. That's almost a full day in the tattoo chair. Ladies and gentlemen, it is an investment, but our guy is committed. Todd, go ahead. I've talked enough.
2: Uh, you absolutely have. Thank you. Um, is there an unwritten rule about getting tatted up during the season or, or are there guys that'll go if they've got a, a day here or there, like just the bye week get a tattoo?
1: No, nah, there's no rules. I mean, obviously it's your body. Do whatever you yeah. want to do with it. Um, more so, you know, you don't want to be super sore. So some tattoos, you'll be sore for a couple of days. So you don't want to you know, get it too close to game time or practice time, um, especially, you know, with us running around and sweating, it could damage your tattoo. So,
2: Yeah, I uh, I was down in Phoenix and got one uh, the day after you guys played down there, and I'm in, like, that stage where it's flaky and itchy, just <laughs> just wrapping that up. And I was like, what would a guy do if he got a tattoo during the season? And, like, there, I, there's no way I could focus in uh, a position meeting with my yeah. arm. Like, <laughs> there's not a chance. So I wasn't sure if there was just, like, an unspoken rule that, like, Hey, probably don't do that. Wait, wait till the off season and, and get that done. Nah. Or if there was guys that were like, nah, eh, whatever, that's fun. Let's do it. I mean,
1: now nah, I've seen guys get tattooed. I haven't I've never gotten tattooed during the season. Um, but I've seen guys, you know, tattoo their whole arm, you know, on an off day. Um wow. you know, so it's just a personal preference. You know, with me, like when I got tattooed, mine weren't too like bad, um, where I felt like sore, I couldn't do anything. Um, like immediately right after, obviously. But you know, go by a day and I'll be, I'll be fine. You know, so.
2: I personally hate every part of getting tattooed. Uh, people that tell me they enjoy it, it. Just, I don't understand that at all. Do you, do you enjoy getting tattooed or are you like uh, me? We're like, you don't like it, but they look cool afterwards. So it's worth it.
1: Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say I enjoy it. You know, I, I love the art process of it, um, but it definitely don't feel great. Um, <laughs> no. But you know, like I said, I enjoy the art. So that's kind of the thing for me. The last
0: time I went, they actually told me that um, they've created some tattoo numbing cream. So like if I'm getting one on my hand, he can rub it on my hand, do the tattoo real quick and I wouldn't feel it. But part of me, maybe this is the sick part of me, but I feel like that would take away from the experience of it. Do you think the pain is the, Part of it or if you could get rid of it you just say forget it and do that
1: yeah i mean if i don't have to feel pain i would <laughs> want it <laughs> i don't know who wants to feel pain but
2: and i'll let you know how that works in january jacob i've got some for my i next, was gonna say uh, i'm an next appointment <laughs> yeah i'm working on some myself so yeah Mark that's, that's... I'll, I'll keep you in the loop there uh yeah, i want to switch good. switch gears a little bit here we talked about early on one of the first uh episodes about uh your shoe game mm-hmm. uh, do you have like a favorite pair do you have brand loyalty and is there a cooler pair of shoes than the Air Max 97?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of cooler shoes than the Air Max 97. Oh, so it's a um, very traditional shoe, but uh, I don't think—I mean, obviously, I'm signed with Adidas now, so you know my loyalty is there. Um, but I think my all-time favorite shoe is probably uh, Drake's OVO 12s, um, just because I'm a Drake fan and I've been a you know Air Jordan 12 fan for a long time, so I think that's probably one of my my favorite shoes. Nice.
2: Yeah, I I don't know what it is about the, the Air Max 97s, man. I've like every time I see them, I'm like, those are the coolest shoes I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> that that are that I could actually like think somebody could wear. There's a lot of nice shoes out there that you're like, those don't come out of the box ever.
1: Uh now nah, you gotta wear all your shoes, man. You can't just put them on display. You gotta wear your shoes, man. Wear them.
0: What if we decide? How many pairs do you own, Marquez?
1: mm I don't know. Um, Probably somewhere around like 600 or something. I don't know.
0: I don't think I expected that answer. That's wow. That's incredible. Um, So you wear all 600 pair or have at least once.
1: Yeah. Well, I haven't worn all of them yet, but um, I definitely, you know, try to get them all worn.
0: Yeah. You could do that. You could almost set it up like each week where like here's this week's shoes next week, all the way. Well, obviously Sunday, you've got your game cleats on, but wow. That's incredible. Um, Kudos. I don't, I don't think I could ever figure that out myself. Uh, (laughs) Last night uh, we had a little bit. I didn't, did you catch any of the Monday night game last night?
1: I'm sorry. I'm
0: sorry. Did you catch any of the Monday night game last night?
1: Uh, Actually I didn't. Um, Okay. Yeah, I didn't at all. I I, I had it on the TV um, because one of my really good friends plays for the Steelers, um, but I wasn't really watching it. Um, I just kind of had it on. I would peek up, you know, Every now and again. Sure. Yeah. Okay. A lot of controversy about the the refs or something. But
0: there was the question I had specifically was about taunting, and I'm not gonna ask anything that's gonna get you in trouble. It's just it's a point of emphasis. Do you feel like that's something that's pulling the emotion out of the game or do you think it's yeah, strange I hate that rule. It just
1: is... I'm, I hate that rule. Like not I hate it with a passion, so
0: I was gonna I don't because I've seen it. I mean, last night they had one where marsh did something and then tj watt did something similar earlier in the game and like one was a penalty and one wasn't but it's so subjective mm-hmm. that i mean it could literally be the difference between winning and losing a game right i mean you guys have seen that play out before is 100%. that so when you guys talk about stuff with officials because you understand there's they're never going to have rules that are completely you know black and white cut and dry mm-hmm. but do you just wish that things were less subject something like you know pass interference or taunting in this case or something that it was just more consistent is that all you guys are asking for
1: yeah i mean obviously the the passion interference one is tough because it's a lot of those are like you know bang bang plays um and a lot of those are like bang bang plays and you can't really do much about it what are you guys doing they what? agree what? what what what's going on what is going on Why are wow. you screaming? What's wrong? What's wrong? Why are you screaming? Spade, get out of his face. Um, obviously the uh you know the pass interference ones are a lot more, you know, difficult because there are, a lot of those are bang bang plays and they're hard to see sometimes. But the taunting ones, you know, that's just pure emotion. Um, you know, obviously you don't wanna you know the taunting is, you know, you don't wanna be doing things in people's faces or whatever, but you know, emotions are are hard to contain when you're you know, it's hard to be successful in, in football, man. It's hard to make a play work, um, you know. So when it finally does work and everything goes right and you make a big play, you want to celebrate or, you know, spin the ball and the dude happens to be standing right next to you. Like, you no, know, let let us play, you know, let us celebrate, you know. I don't want to have to be a robot, you know, catch a 40-yard bomb and have to, you know, clap my hands and run back to the sideline so I don't get a flag for it, you know.
0: I feel like it's obvious too what is and isn't taunting. Like if I stand over – well, I would never because I'm not nearly athletic. But if you were to stand over somebody and point in their face or something like that, that's different as opposed to, like you said, standing up and spinning the yeah. ball. So um, so that's – I just wanted to get that in here too. So, um, Todd, want to jump in here, my friend?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, obviously, Aaron Rodgers wasn't the one throwing you your, your passes here in the uh, first game back off the – the IR, what was it like having Jordan out there the first time in his career in the regular season?
1: Um, Yeah, man, I think Jordan did really well, man. You know, contrary to what, you know, people say about the game, you know, he was put in a really tough spot with just the amount of pressure that those guys were were bringing um, and, you know, hostile environment on the road, you know. So I think he did really well, you know, for that being his first time. I think it was a learning experience for everyone, you know, um, and you know I'm just super proud of him. How hard is that to jump in? Like, I mean,
0: he finds out Wednesday, I think, that he's starting because you find out Aaron's not going to be around for a while. So how hard is that to jump in? I mean, I know he's always, always one play away, but to find out, hey, Wednesday is your first day of practice and you're starting. Devontae's not back until Friday uh, for his um, – COVID designation then you were around a little bit later in the week as well just to build that chemistry and such how difficult is that for somebody to be pushed into duty that sudden
1: yeah I mean obviously you know he has to be prepared because like I said anytime you know Aaron can go down you never want to see anybody go down but you know it's football and then things happen so anytime you know someone can go down your number can be called um, but you know it was more so just the it was just a lot of pressure. You know, we're, we're the number one seed and everyone wants to, you know, stay that you know, position for you know, playoffs and whatnot. Um, so it was just a lot of pressure. But, you know, I think he handled it well. I think the team you know, rallied around him, you know, for him to go out and still um, you know, play the way he played and make some good throws. And, you know, it was just a, a great learning experience for him. And Alan Lazard did not throw the ball into the stands for his first touchdown like
0: Mike Evans did for (laughs) Brady 600. So we've got that going for us. Let's jump in here. We've got some fan questions before we let Marquez get on his way. Obviously, they've got a big game this week against Seattle, so we want him to be as prepared and relaxed as that is. And talking to us, probably, frankly, isn't going to do all that much. So, Kyle, go ahead and throw up that first question here. Marquez, Mike, the question here from Dan Edwards says, what's your favorite pizza topping, and are you a pineapple person?
1: Um. Big pepperoni or um, Italian sausage guy.
0: Okay, I dig pepperoni. Uh, I know you like basketball, so I want to throw this up and partially because I know the answer here. But best player in the NBA? Stephen Curry. Oh, that is not the direction I thought you were going to go. But, okay, yeah, Steph Curry is a fair answer, I suppose. Um, You're a LeBron guy, right? Yeah, I'm a LeBron guy. Okay. Huge
1: LeBron guy. But, no, Steph's playing really well right now.
0: For sure. What are your thoughts on the Lakers so far to start? I know LeBron's hurt now, but what are your thoughts to on them to start the season? Is that roster built? Are they going to be any good?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, the, the West is always going to be um, difficult, um, you know, and obviously not having the, one of the best players, you know, or the best player, LeBron, you know, not 100%, you know, always you know, plays a part in it, but, you know, Melo's playing really well right now. I think he had like 30 points last night, so that's a huge boost for them. And then, you know, you, you can always get, triple double with you know the brody so
0: yeah have you seen anthony davis like have you gotten to meet him he'd come to a couple games
1: yeah he's uh you know i've shook his hand but we never like you know sat down and, and spoke no. or anything like that but yeah I shook his hand and whatnot it is incredible how
0: tall that guy is i feel like his pinkies touch his calves like it's <laughs> <laughs> he's just a really really tall guy so um kyle what's our next question we got here we got time for a couple more Kyle's digging through here. He says, do you have a favorite route that you like to run? Corner seam, quick slant, anything like
1: that? Uh, anything that's going to get me the ball. Spoken like a true wide
0: receiver <laughs> right there. What a great, <laughs> great answer. All right, let's see. We got time for one more and then we'll let Marquez go. So Kyle, go ahead and dig through here and see what we can find here. Uh, so anything to get him the ball is what we're trying to get on. The so, oh, there we go. Yeah, Heath Cheeser. Are you the number four emergency quarterback?
1: Nah, definitely not.
0: No, last week we said, well, you said you were mentally able last week. Mentally able,
1: not physically though.
0: Mentally, but not <laughs> physically. Okay, so no reverse passes in the playbook for Marquez. So Matt, Coach Lafleur,
2: if you're watching, then you've got uh, Marquez's ask there. So he's Marquez we, Valdez.. Hold oh. on, Jack. We did ask you last week how far you can throw a football. Did you find that out this week at practice?
1: No, nah, that wasn't uh, something think- that I was something <laughs> that I was doing. You right. mean to
0: tell me you're not thinking about us when you're at practice? I am <laughs> yeah, stunned. <definitely> <laughs> but all right, Marquez, I appreciate you entertaining us tonight. Coming through, he's Marquez Valdez Scantling, number eighty-three. You can find him no on Twitter at mbs underscore eleven. You can find his clothing direct uh, selection. Excuse me, s six selection. Check that out. Grab some hats. Grab some shirts. Grab a bunch of stuff. There's all kinds of stuff in there. Marquez, anything you want to add on your uh, clothing line that I haven't already said?
1: Nah, that's it. You're that's you're it. Rocking so-
2: one of the shirts. What's the what do we got on that one?
1: Royal theater. Yeah. So that's, um, it's actually our new line that we have coming out. Um, probably in a couple of weeks, we actually just got them all made. Um, so this, uh, Royal theater is one of the first theaters in St. Petersburg, Florida, um, that did like, um, uh, African-American shows. Um, so Very it's cool. a huge historical, you know, thing in our, uh, in my hometown. So we kind of just show some homage to it. And we got a cool little design on the back, too, kind of just, you know, painting that image. Um, So when that drops here in a couple weeks, you know, I think it will be really cool for everyone to see and purchase. Awesome.
0: So there he is again, Marquez Valdez, Scantling. Check him out. We will see him next week after the Packers get a big win this weekend against Seattle. Marquez, appreciate your time as always. We'll see you next week. No
1: problem, fellas.
0: All right, that's Marquez Valdez-Scantling, of course, of the Green Bay Packers. Todd, what do you think was the most interesting thing we had out there?
2: Uh, he skirted the pineapple question.
0: He did skirt the pineapple question. I think he was afraid to answer yes. So we'll which is, which
2: is fair. I mean, there's been a lot of, of uh, chatter and drama around uh, the Packers the last few weeks. I I think avoiding such a hot topic and such a divisive topic like pineapple on pizza at at this point in the season um they don't need any more pr nightmares to to deal with having him go one way on that could really just create major issues within the team yeah last week we had you know we had enough we've had enough controversy i
0: think going through for really honestly since what march so quite some time to go through on that so he talked about his merchandise selection Kyle, do me a favor while I'm talking here and take that link I just sent you and put it into a banner and throw it up. And once it's up, I will tell you guys, we have an announcement of our own that we want to make in terms of merchandise. I want to welcome the newest member of Game On Wisconsin. His name is Dakota Mitchell. You guys might remember him as somebody who made shirts for Kurt Benkert, and we are more than excited to have him on our team and making merchandise for us. So Once Kyle is done uh, doing that, he can throw that up. So if you guys go to this link right below me here, there is Game On Wisconsin gear in there. There's hats, there's T-shirts, there's all kinds of stuff there, and it's affordable. So feel free. Yeah, Dakota, what's up, man? I didn't realize you were in here. Yes, Dakota Mitchell, this gentleman right here is helping us out uh, with merchandise. It's great. It helps us. And honestly, it helps Dakota too. And he has earned this opportunity for certain. He's very good, very talented. So we are very thrilled. To have him. Todd, you've looked through this. What is your favorite piece of merch in there so far?
2: Um, I don't know that I have a favorite, but I will tell you he launched a really cool one today, the AJ Hawk one. All right, he might he might have had that out there for a minute, but he he uh highlighted that one with us today. You know I'm not a, an AJ Hawk guy, but that is a sick shirt.
0: Yeah, it was. I like the, uh, there's a throwback logo. So if you guys, this is our original logo, obviously the throwback logo is currently our Twitter avatar. I thought that was incredible. The hats look cool. So go in, check it out, grab some merchandise and show off that game on Wisconsin pride from my faithful here. Uh, We'll do some giveaways and stuff like that as well. So Dakota, he dropped that AJ Hawk shirt today. So kudos to Dakota on that. Um, my mom, okay, so the winter hat with a pom-pom go ahead, Kyle. You can screen grab that, and I'll make sure to try and remember that for Christmas time. But yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, one bit of news that did break during the show is the Green Bay Packers have signed-I'm just kidding, they haven't signed anybody. Uh, the Packers were uh, fined and for COVID protocol violations. So, for everybody that was wondering and waiting with bated breath on whether the quarterback uh, would be suspended or anything like that, the Packers were fined $300,000. Uh, for violations of the COVID protocols and Aaron Rodgers and Alan Lazard were fined just about $15,000 each, a little bit less than that. So that should close the book on the COVID-19 Aaron Rodgers controversy until inevitably he says something or does something again. So looking forward to that, uh, looking forward to a lot of stuff, including this weekend, Todd, where are we going to be on Saturday?
2: We're going to be in green Bay. Tell the people why we're going to be in Green Bay though, Jacob.
0: We are. I want to thank our friends over at Discover Green Bay, Nick Meisner and everybody for hooking us up. We will be doing a live show at Discover Green Bay, also known as the Green Bay Visitor Center, 789 Armed Forces Drive. It's right next to Ray Nitschke Field. And more importantly, we are giving away a $200 Packers Pro Shop gift card, which I can tell you, I know my mom is in the chat here and I can tell you If my mom were to win that card and she's not eligible to win because I am there. But if my mom were to win that card, she could pretty much do all of my Christmas shopping with that card alone. So that's quite a bit of stuff you guys can get for 200 bucks. The pro shop is
2: loaded with stuff. So my mom might be there as well. And she is eligible to win. She is. Yes. If she's spending the day in the truck with me going there and back, she's eligible to win.
0: She's eligible to win. So yes. Ms. Varney is Todd's mom is a saint. Uh, Not to say my mother isn't. It's just my mom won something at the uh, Green Bay Distillery. (laughs) So not eligible this time around. But stop by, see us, say hello, and find out. There's a lot of cool stuff to do in Green Bay. Uh, Their motto is beyond legendary, so it's not just the Packers that are in Green Bay. If you're going to be there Saturday, you might as well find a way to experience everything else that's going on in Green Bay that isn't just the Packers. So not just that, but it's an opportunity for you guys to come and meet us. And I would love to be able to put a face to some Twitter avatars, some YouTube channels. We've had a lot of cool people in the chat just to go through. I know Dan Edwards, you've been here the last couple of weeks, Nate Lloyd and appreciate you coming in always and everything like that. Jamie, I know that you're going to be, I don't remember if you're coming down for this game or not, but I feel like some of your friends are, but if you're not, you should grab some plane tickets. I hear those are cheap. Um, But yeah, so we're giving away a $200 gift card this weekend. I will appreciate that. My mom of course is taking the CEO so we can have fun. So I'm appreciative of that. And she's in, good hands the rest of this week i want you guys to check out tomorrow night we've got lombardi's bar we've got open book playing tomorrow night with zach jacobson janelle Mackey, and eli berkovitz uh tomorrow obviously lombardi's bar you know the crew todd varney hangs out with uh dan Kotnik and jimmy christensen thursday we've got cut the bs with brandon snide he had a really good debut last week with his first show and then friday of course we've got our podcast for the rest of the week there's uh monday nights i didn't even mention the freezer podcast plays on Monday night as well with Sanjay, Fred, and Matt. Last night was a lot of fun. I loved Todd. I'm sure you caught this too, but I loved the. We were talking about when the Packers played the Chiefs, and Sanjay is like, "Oh, I never feel like they beat anybody." And then Fred Thurston is just like, "Yeah, you know, there was Super Bowl one, like just casually <laughs> flex. My grandpa kicked Kansas City's ass fifty years. Ago.
2: Just that yeah, that that was the thing that that just kind of happened."
0: Yeah. So there's that, but yeah, we've got those guys. We've got our podcasts all week, the quick slants podcast, the pick six podcast, the final dump four downs, check all that stuff out. Want to thank our sponsors, our tech ventures, discover green Bay. Like I mentioned, Lakefront brewery, and we've got some other stuff cooking in the works as well. So very appreciative of all you guys for stopping in to chat. Marquez Valdez Scantling. I'm Jacob Westendorf. You can follow me. I'm on Twitter. It's right over here at Jacob Westendorf and Todd's is further over there. At the Todd V, we've got producer Kyle on the sticks behind us. Kyle, play the right outro, please.